What's up, football fans, and welcome back to another episode of the NFL Playoff Previews. We are talking the divisional round. I got to be honest, this is my favorite round of the postseason. The wild card kind of weeds out some of those maybe pretenders. Now's when you have the divisional round right before the AFC Championship game. It's the last time you get four games. We're going to break these down, AFC and NFC. Right now, we're talking about the AFC, but before we get to that, my name is Jeff Hartman. Joining me as always for these, Wesley Coleman. Wesley, what's up? Welcome to the show. Man, I'm great. Uh, like you mentioned, the wild card round. I mean, we had one one-point game, but besides that, the smallest margin of victory was 12 points. So yeah. uh, definitely a, a kind of a different uh, feel of maybe what we're going to get this week. But uh, maybe. It's interesting. I could see some more blowouts in this in this slate of games. You know what? The, Vegas is kind of predicting some blowouts. So it's kind of there's a couple yeah, of de- decent decent spreads. These spreads are much larger than I thought. Let's start with the AFC and let's start on Saturday. The Houston Texans come off their win over the Cleveland Browns, and now they get rewarded with a trip to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore to play the number one seed Baltimore Ravens. Right now, Baltimore is giving seven and a half points. This is a 4.30 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. I, I'm trying as a Steeler fan to talk myself into the, the Texans finding a way to win this one. And I'm really struggling, Wesley, if I'm being completely honest. Well, I mean, the, the thing that the, the Texans have to have the most uh, you know faith in is that the last time the Ravens took the field, they lost to the team like the Steelers. Yeah. So, no, I'm just kidding. But no. That's, hey, that's true. <laughs> I mean, the Texans, and I looked at this the other day, you know what quarterback led the, the league in passing yards per game this year? I mean, obviously, I'm leading into that. It's C.J. Stroud, right? the rookie. And I believe that it was 23 touchdowns and five interceptions. Um, something like that. So there's not a crazy possibility of what Houston's doing. And I mean, Houston's got a defensive coach and a team that played really good defense against the Browns. Mm-hmm. And if we're ranking the defenses, I mean, the, the Browns and Ravens are two of the best defenses in the NFL this year. Yeah. And the Texans just hung 45 on the Browns. So I, it's not impossible to say that CJ Stroud just has a the game that CJ Stroud has kind of been having and there's there's a there's a there's a way um for the for the Texans to be explosive and put up some points. To me this is if I'm trying to again talk myself into a way that the Texans can win this one I have to also lean on the fact that Lamar Jackson and company the majority of the Ravens starters have not played since week 17. And 2019, for those that don't remember, this was the same situation. Yep. And they came out and looked bad. They looked sluggish. They looked rusty. They lose that game one and done. And a lot of Ravens fans, I live in Maryland. Trust me, I'm listening to this crap every day. They're already saying, like, I didn't like Harbaugh resting everyone. They thought he should have treated it like a preseason game, played him a little, then taken him out. That's going to be interesting. Now, Mark Andrews is his window to return from injured reserve uh, has started. So maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. Isaiah likely still a really good tight end, even if he doesn't. Yeah. But I'm curious about the rust. I'm curious about the fact that CJ Stroud has been red hot all season. <laughs> this is not like, wow, boy, he really, this isn't Jordan Love. And to give you an example, yeah. Jordan Love had some really strong up and downs coaster season, but finished strong. CJ Stroud has been really good all year. I'm going to say this. I'm not saying I would take the Texans on the, on the money line, but I would take the Texans getting seven and a half, even on the road with you a hundred percent on that. Um, I, I think it's a huge spread for what it is. 
and and you, we're, we're just to, to use actual dates. This game's going to happen on January twentieth. Yep. The Ravens team last played as their, their starters on December thirty first. Now cow. in that game, they they scored fifty six points on the Dolphins. I mean, maybe the high kind of you know opportunity and game that they played after beating putting thirty three on the 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 forty ers the week before. Two huge back to back wins, and then to have two and a half weeks off three weeks off is man that's it's it's weird and like you just never know and they may come back and look like they never missed a beat i just i don't think so i think there's going to be some growing pains and if they have a slow start cj stroud's not going to have a slow start yeah and that's where this game plans go out the window when you're down a couple touchdowns so this is a really, really important game for CJ Stroud to come out putting points on the board and Houston proving they can run the ball, long drives, keep the Ravens offense on the, the sideline as long as you can, and, and at least score on those first couple drives. And then this game, again, game plans go out the window and you just never know what's going to happen. I'll be really anxious to see because when we're recording this, we don't have access to any injury reports really of of anything of note yet that I've seen. But the Ravens going into week 18 were ridiculously banged up offensive line. You're talking about Kyle Hamilton. Marlon Humphrey was banged up. Odell Beckham always seems to be dealing with something. Um, You just had so many of those little injuries and sometimes any, Hey, even Zay flowers was dealing with something. And now you look at this, are they going to be back? They'll probably all be back, but will they all be healthy? Will they all be 100%? Probably not. But then again, I get not a lot of NFL players are 100% heading into the divisional round of the postseason. But the one thing I go back to with the Texans is we said this last week when previewing the wildcard game against the Browns. They have nothing to lose. No one thought they would be here. They can go in and CJ Stroud can be confident knowing no one's picking me to beat Lamar Jackson. So I might as well go out there and just throw some bombs to Nico Collins and continue to work the ball down the field, mix and match, have some fun, and let's see if we can shock the world. I like that mentality, and that's what I thought the Steelers were going to do against the Bills. They did the complete opposite. was super conservative, super safe. No, screw that. If you're going to beat the Ravens, you've got to come out and you got to get an early lead, and you have to you have to try to boat race this team. Because I think, believe it or not, Baltimore can put up points, but – the way they do it is typically with their defense, and they do like those long, methodical drives. They still run the ball well. But what's your overall vibe on this game, Wesley? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I love the, the there's there's nothing to, to lose here. Houston, 12 months ago, was a three-win team with the number mm-hmm. two pick in the draft, sitting at home watching the playoffs, thinking they have a long rebuild ahead of them as they hired a new coach. Um, and here they are, like a darling of the NFL. A lot of people are pulling for them. A lot of people think it's pretty funny that the Panthers drafted a quarterback first and this is the guy (laughs) and they couldn't be any more of a stark difference. And just there's one defense in the NFL that was better than the Ravens this year. It's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And a week earlier, CJ Stroud hung 45 on them was 16 of 21 for 274 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions. It's not, it's not impossible. Um, it's exciting. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't dislike the Ravens at all, but this would be such a cool story to see CJ Stroud extend this and take it another, take it another week. 
It would make for a great storyline. I don't think the NFL wants that, but it would make for a great storyline. So uh, script writers beware. Now let's go to the second AFC game. That would be the Sunday evening game, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, where Patrick Mahomes has his first road playoff game of his career. He's played in neutral site games, obviously won Super Bowls, but he's never gone into enemy territory to play in a postseason game. But the Bills... They're coming off their win over the Steelers. The Chiefs are coming off their win over the Dolphins. This game is in Buffalo. That place is going to be a madhouse. And right now, Buffalo is giving the stock home field advantage three-point spread. Wesley, what do you think about this game? It's such a such a weird... You know, I've gone through times this year where I've wondered if either one of these teams is any good. And then... Yeah seen them play teams where it's like it doesn't even it doesn't look close and like both of them won decently last week by by you know a couple of scores um and handled both of them handled the weather better than their opponent did um and both of the quarterbacks handled the weather better than their opponent's quarterback did um and now they're gonna play against each other in 20 degree weather um and no telling what's gonna happen with you know wind and snow and stuff like that but um Man, the, the Chiefs definitely handled it better than I expected. Um, and Pacheco, their running back, was able to run more than I expected. I, you know, you you think of this looks like a, the Bills a kind of even game of teams that have been up and down and superstar quarterbacks that somebody's going to have to make a play and weather that makes it difficult to make big-time superstar plays. Yeah, the, this is not going to be a game where either team is going to be an advantage based on the conditions. You yeah. know, hell, Kansas City just played in minus 13 in chill freaking Patrick Mahomes helmet is cracking because of the cold. <laughs> that's it. That's the kind of game it was. And meanwhile, Buffalo is not phased by a little weather either. So I think immediately this is not like a, Oh my gosh, Miami is coming from South beach to going to Kansas city where it's going to be frigid. Like that's not going to matter. I just, man, there's something about the bills and there's something about Josh Allen that for some reason he shrinks against the chiefs. It just, always seems like it. Maybe it's not just Josh Allen. Maybe it's the bills in general. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say that I agree with you. This is Patrick Mahomes first ever road playoff yeah, game. I know. J- Josh Allen hasn't played them in Buffalo. I, That's a I good mean, point. I, 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 so I was thinking the same thing. That I wonder, I thought Josh Allen was going to be the difference because of what he can do with his legs past the line of scrimmage, right? Where Patrick Mahomes has it behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I thought that Josh Allen could be the difference maker of this what's potentially very close game. Is If Josh Allen can do what he did against Pittsburgh and be that dual threat offensive player, then they're going to win. And they're going to be punching their ticket to the AFC Championship game. But if he decides that he's just going to be a gunslinger, he's going to turn it over. And that's when they get into trouble. Let's also not forget that Buffalo had a crap ton of injuries against Pittsburgh. Uh, they yes. lost several players. One was carted off with an ankle injury. I think it was a safety. Not sure his name. Uh, just th- they are dealing with a lot of injuries right now. And I looked at the Chiefs win over the Dolphins. And yes, say what you want about the Dolphins not being able to beat good teams, not being able to play in cold weather, whatever. Man, that looked like a championship team. <laughs> Man, hey, it, it, I didn't expect that many passes. I, that no. was very different than the game. Uh, I'll sum it up as easy as. I think that Josh Allen ran for 74 yards against the Steelers. Yeah. If he runs for 70 yards in this game, the Bills win the game. I think Easily. that may, and, and I think I was going to say 60. 60 is kind of where I think that threshold is. If he runs for 60 yards in this game, I, I think the Bills 
probably probably win by more than a touchdown. Um, I just think think it ends up being that way. This is going to be a game of tight ends. <laughs> I think that uh, definitely the tight ends are with the, the in this weather. It's nice yeah. to throw to the bigger target that can have the the long reach and reach the ball where the wind's kind of swirling it, moving it around. I think we see that again. And um, I, again, I, I haven't trusted this Chiefs team. I haven't trusted this Bills team. Neither one of these teams. I'm really excited about what that I believe they can be consistent two weeks in a row. It's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. It'll be fun to watch. I think the weather kind of makes it more fun to where they're going to simplify their game plans and we're going to see a good football game. And then I think when you think about, uh, you know, you talked about Josh Allen. If I was setting a line, I would actually set this line because 52 of those 74 yards that he had against Pittsburgh was was, was run run. So I would even say that line at 45 and a half. If he's over that, then they win. It might not be by two scores, but they win. If he's under that and they limit Josh Allen's ability to run the football as well as throw it, that's when they get into trouble. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm, gosh, this makes me sick to my stomach because I have the fatigue factor with this guy. I I see the Chiefs winning this game. I don't know what it is. I I see them with that, okay, Patrick Moses never played a a road game on the playoffs, and he goes in there and he's like, you know what, I got this. And I think he does. Wesley, what are you thinking? Yeah, so... I'm going to stick with the Bills because I think this the Josh Allen is going to be the difference in the rushing. Um, here's the thing and that nobody's talking about, and me and you didn't talk about, and we're not going to talk about it either. The Chiefs' defense has been great yes. for a while. Yeah. And Josh Allen has been known to throw the ball to the other team, in the, especially in the red zone. But this Chiefs' defense is not going to get enough talked about because you know, we, I mean, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift more than we're going to talk about the Chiefs' defense. Right, their defense has been elite for over a month, and if they continue that, this is weather where defense can be elite. If they continue that, I mean, the the, the Chiefs uh, can can definitely win this game. Yeah, and so I think that if if Baltimore does prevail over Houston, either one of these matchups in the AFC Championship would be a lot of fun. Buffalo going to Baltimore, Kansas City going to Baltimore in the AFC Championship game that would be a lot of fun. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think that uh, honestly, the next round is going to be fun no matter what. Yeah, um, for sure. Because if if Baltimore gets upset, the CJ Stroud hype train is going to be just huge and yeah. going nuts, um, and and possibly completely derailed the next the next week. Um, so there's there's a lot of fun there either way. I like both of these games. They're both going to be interesting for different reasons. And then what we're going to lead into next week. I'm excited about honestly, any of the matchups that we could see out of this will be, be really fun. I agree. There's going to be a lot of great storylines. So uh, as we wrap up this AFC playoff preview, the divisional round, Wesley, why don't you tell everyone where they can find your saints coverage as well as where they can find you on social media. Yeah. Uh, cover the saints for the Dome patrol podcast. You can find us at, at Dome patrol PCAST, or you can uh, search Dome patrol on uh, whatever your podcast listening um, platform is we're covering all the offensive coordinator changes rumored general manager changes and a lot going on with the saints or you can find me personally at at who wesley 13 on twitter or x jeff how Very can good. we find you uh, if you want my pittsburgh steelers coverage steel curtain network is where you find us whether it's steel curtain network.com you can find us on youtube facebook wherever platform you're talking steel curtain network is where to go you want to find me individually talk a lot of things even golf go jay hartman H-A-R-T-N underscore P-I-T on Twitter, and you'll find me there. Wesley, thanks. 
for your time as always. Coming up next is going to be the NFC Divisional Round. Stay tuned. We'll be back with that. <laughs> 